1: Freddie Young back again, push out by Bartlett, Wiltson, oh! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle, it's glory, glory, Tom and Hotspur. What's up guys, welcome back to the uh, second episode of the and Power podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling. With me today, the two Arsenal boys. We've got Pat in the bottom with no webcam whatsoever, so it's just a black screen. How's it going?
0: No, nah, it's just really dark in here.
1: <laughs> Hello. And we've got uh, Ed in the top left. What's been happening? Nothing good. Nothing good. Nothing good indeed, because we're, of course, rounding up the weekend of football. The Spurs versus Manchester he was the last game of the week. Um, and we've got our first week of Barclays Action. How have you guys felt about it? Besides from Arsenal, besides from Arsenal, how have you felt about generally about football being back?
0: Um, I was quite enjoying having a having a break from football. I could have done with an extra couple of weeks of of no football, I think. But um, yeah. Uh, obviously Arsenal aside, I've I've really enjoyed seeing um fans back in stadiums, mm. and the, the games have been have been largely
2: brilliant. I think.
1: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. What about you, Ed? Have you watched any of the other games this weekend?
2: No, I couldn't I didn't really want to, to be honest. I think I think if we hadn't played first, I would have watched a few more, but like often 'em weren't televised and then <laughs> just complete lack of lack of interest.
1: That's the thing. And obviously we're doing the roundup. So I think let's get straight into that Arsenal game because we said before on the preview, on season preview, we said that would be Uh, a really good opening game, Uh, Brentford versus Arsenal. Like, a newly promoted team that's never been in the Premier League, hosting, you know, uh, know, I don't want to mug Arsenal too much, (laughs) but like a big team. (laughs) But They are a big team because big does not imply good. Um, Yeah. yeah. So I was really looking forward to it and we said it would be a great game. And I remember I listened back to it the other day, the episode, and Temi said that Brentford would win he was fairly sure sure in saying that and then obviously as it turned out there's more dismal stuff i think we'll start with you pet so i've actually i don't think i've heard yeah your, your arsenal takes for this season at uh, least on this podcast
0: there's a lot to there's a lot to talk about so i, I fear i might be rambling for a while about this but there's I, I, some stuff i've got to get off my chest so yeah so it's not it's not news for this podcast that i i'm firmly arteta out i've been i've been arteta out since about December of last year and I've been like 100% sure of it for since, since the Europa league semifinal. Um But I think we've had a, a disastrous summer window for the most part. Um, we were, we were promised like this crazy rebuild and, and the team desperately needed it. This is like, you know, t- finishing eight, two scenes in a row, getting worse and worse on paper. We were promised a rebuild, especially in light of the the whole Super League sort of fiasco. The owners were like very assuredly promising us the the best window we've had in ages. And the thing is we've spent money and we're going to spend more money, but the signings have been just baffling. Like
1: Mm.
0: Ben, I mean we can talk about Ben White's display and he'll he'll no doubt get better. I think like I think he's a good player and I think he'll probably come good. But Fifty million on him and on a on a play, on a position that we weren't in desperate need of, like when we still got a creaky attack and non-existent midfield. It's just, it's such a reckless use of of limited finances.
2: And let let me tell you, have I already written Ben White <laughs> off? <laughs> oh, he did, I, he did have an amazing
1: game, did he? Let's be honest. No, um, did, you can't did judge it. him on that.
0: No, well, I, I won't. And I, th- I think, I think in the preseason game that he played, he looked really good. And he, I, yeah, I, I'm sure he will be a good player. He's, he's, you know, as everyone says, he's, he's good on the ball. But you know, centre back, I don't really care that much. But my, my yeah, my problem is, is almost 100 with Arteta at the moment, and I have no hope for the season until he gets sacked. Um, I'm pretty much going to. I'm going to watch every game still, obviously, and, and follow what goes on, but I'm going to make sure my expectations are non-existent until he goes because he, he's the worst coach in the league. It's not even close. Like, I don't know anything about that Wolves guy. He might be terrible, but, you know, Arteta's terrible. He He's completely ill. I've been thinking so much about it. He's completely ill-suited to this job because... He's obviously got this idea for a really specific style of play, which needs really specific players that he doesn't have. He won't them. get.
2: Yeah, he bafflingly doesn't sign them either. He doesn't like, sign the them. He <laughs> needs like this specificity in like every position on the pitch. Like they have to do like the exact every look, everyone's been talking about how like, you
0: know, Obama Yang looks like he's fallen off a cliff. Um, Lacazette can't do anything, party's massively underperformed, and I have learned over the past few sort of months that as much as the players aren't good enough in some positions, like they are not in a position to succeed under Arteta, not even close. Like, But uh, Balogun, um, you know, his first ever performance, I didn't expect much from him, even though I think he'll be a good player. He had about 13 touches and this Mm -hmm. happens every single game for us. Our striker doesn't get the ball because the way Arteta wants to play is to build down the flanks and just and cross 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 balls in. And we don't have the players to be finishing those kind of chances. Like, we don't do anything through the middle at all. We're terrible on the break, even though, like, we have good players to play on the break. I mean, Pepe scored 22 goals for Lille playing on the counter. We don't let him do that because, like, Arteta has clearly instructed them to basically always build slowly. It doesn't work. Like we weren't scammed by Brentford. They were better than us. I, I watched mm. like, based on match of the day and the, the games I actually watched, every single team's attack looked better than us. Every single one. Burnley's looked better. Um, like Watford's looked way better. It's, it's, it's disgraceful. And if there's anyone in our fan base or in the, the sort of upper management of the club that doesn't see that Arteta needs to go, they're taking the absolute piss at this point. Like it's unforgivable. And what, is also unforgivable is the fact that he has been allowed to continue this long. If we get a new manager in now, we're going to have to do the same old shit of oh, well, we need to wait until they have a pre-season. They should have already had a pre-season because he should have been gone months ago. It's mind-boggling. Yeah,
1: he should have gone. He should have gone after you went out to Villarreal, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: On the the day. And yeah, it's disgusting. Like, I don't want to blame. I have no blame for any of the players um, from Friday. Like, a couple of them were, were crap. Uh, Jacka, Pablo, Mari. Oh my god! Um, but it's it's ultimately like, what can they do? Like, I, I think we could have far better players in in basically every position, and we'd still be bad because he doesn't know what he's doing.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it is Arteta. I think most of it, obviously, is Arteta. But if you look at just just taking the Brentford gave us an example. Like you look at some of the, the second goal, for example, I know that's been brought up a lot. Like I I know Arteta is abject, but putting him aside, like you're professional Premier League footballers and you're defending a, a throw in like that. It it is absolutely pathetic. Yeah. Me personally, I think Arsenal is a perfect storm of a really inept manager who really has no idea how to not almost, how to be flexible. As yeah. a manager, and a squad that I think for the most part is full of fairly gutless players. Mm.
0: Um, a lack of flexibility is one of the worst traits a manager can have. Like, um, it, it's what sort of crippled Wenger towards his his end years. But like, even Alex Ferguson was flexible. Like, you mm. could argue you could argue that Pep isn't flexible. But I mean, we'll talk about later the amount of financing he has. Like, he he doesn't need to be flexible because he will always have what he wants arteta won't always have what he wants he's also not got the credentials to be granted so much like no he he should have to be flexible because he's not got the cv to to back him up um and i know this is the truly depressing thing to say but that fa cup win in 2020 i i almost wish it hadn't have happened because mm. we are just getting worse and worse and worse and like Yeah, you know the Cronkies aren't helping, but they've given they've given Arteta money. Like he is a sinking ship. Like I think Arsenal will be back at some point. Like Liverpool have had these phases before. Like under Van Hull, Man United were were abject, but like this is as bad as I've seen a big club get in in my time supporting. Oh yeah, no,
1: it's (laughs) like you compare it with like the Hodgson Liverpool days. Or maybe the Moyes fan, like it wasn't that bad. It really, wasn't it no. Wasn't as bad as it is now with Arsenal. With Arsenal, like um, we could get
0: relegated. We, there's cert- no, there's certain
1: is- teams, isn't there? Like Aston Villa, for example. I think have better, worse odds of them getting relegated right now than Arsenal.
0: I, I think. I mean, we won't get relegated because at some point, if it's bad enough, Arteta actually will get sacked and things will get better because we'll have new manager bounce or we'll have a competent manager. Um, and I've not even given a second's thought to what manager we should get because I'm just so fixated on on Arteta leaving. That's all I care about. Mm. Um, but uh, I I look at our fixture list and I don't see winnable games. I don't see winnable games anywhere apart from maybe Norwich and like Norwich and and Newcastle just because they always bend over for us. Like mm. I, I look at every single game and think we could lose that. Like very feasibly, we could lose that. And how how has Arsenal gotten into this position? Like, it's unbelievable. But th- just quickly on on the very very few positives there were from yesterday. Uh, sorry, on Friday, I thought look, I think Lekongo looks like a really good player. Um, already a massive upgrade on Xhaka, who was once again absolutely abject. Um, Beautiful. and and Smith Rowe, I think he's gonna have a huge season. Um uh, I think I think I'm gonna I'm basically watching Arsenal to see what Smith Rowe does (laughs) Uh, and Saka when he's when he's back playing full time. But yeah, you think he um, could have like a esque
1: season this season, if you know what I mean, like a breakout season. Because last year he had a bit of a breakout, Uh, uh, but it wasn't really like a Saka level sort of thing. Yeah. We would worry that
2: the team's not good enough to like enable him to like achieve much because like in the number 10 role you're going to be judged on your output and in attack we just look so pathetic i think it'll be really difficult for him to shine even if he is like doing everything
0: ed would you agree would you agree with me that you could you could take this to like a really extreme case and literally say like you, you could put in that this attack attacking system like if you took the In terms of individual talent, some of the best players in the world, put them in that system and say, like, Arteta still has complete control over how they play. They're not allowed to express themselves. I I still don't think we'd be good. Like, I think we could have, like, Haaland, Messi and and, and Mbappe. And if Arteta told them to play the way our attackers are told to play, we still wouldn't get top four. (laughs)
2: I mean, I, I, think, I think you may be taking it like a touch far with some of the <laughs> you, you get my point, though. You get my point. I'm very humble bad, with I the point. Our like, all of our attackers look so bad at the moment. Like, I have no idea if Aubameyang is genuinely as washed as he looks, but... I don't think he is. God, he, God, he looks awful.
0: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see... I mean, yeah, I, I'm obviously taking the piss a bit with the Mbappe... Uh, messy thing But like uh, In terms of striker specifically I do not know What striker would
2: Would hit Like 20 Premier League goals In this setup. up I don't think there's a uh, single one And I think that Kind of goes back To what you were saying About not seeing Any winnable fixtures Because the other side of that Is that We aren't a team That wins Any games You wouldn't expect of. <laughs> Yeah We we win the games That we're like Nailed on to win And that's about it Like you won't see us catch a result against c you won't see us no, catch a result no. against like chelsea this season now that they've not got like uh, a s- no a set tr- of clowns getting out of the car to play <laughs> up front
0: we're, we're truly and utterly fucked and um i think i i think if there are any any listeners who are you know keen on keen on betting i think take whatever money you have and put it on lukaku scoring on uh next next week he is going to score he's going to terrorize our defense we're going to lose by two or three goals that that's the one the one upside to how difficult our opening fixtures are is that like genuinely by game week four i think the pressure is going to be so so high on arteta that feasibly i I think he could be gone by halloween potentially
1: really fucking hell yeah Maybe um, um, I don't know. Would would I hope for that? No, probably not. It's almost from a Spurs point of view. It's it's so it's gone so far, Arsenal that it's just not even funny anymore. It is funny. Yeah. But it's also like, oh god, it's pathetic. It's like it's you know in com- Wait, the rules of comedy where you have to punch up for it to be yeah, funny. Effectively, yeah. it, it's so like it's just I feel like the boot is always on Arsenal's neck all the time it's just like yeah it gets to the point where it's like oh we're just laughing at Arsenal yet again for the it same is, reasons bit of a, every time
0: it's not a role reversal of the of like the early 2000s because obviously Tottenham aren't going to be like in contention for titles and stuff but we are taking that like early 2000s Tottenham place where like we are going to finish underneath you most seasons it, it like obviously you know I can't predict the future I can't say who who we can get as manager, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But like this current team under Arteta, we are not finishing above Spurs until he li- until he leaves. Like uh. we're going going to be mid table until something like in the management changes. And just touching again on the on the Kronke thing, like I want them out as much as anyone else. But uh, these these people who are who are saying like, oh yeah, you can criticize the manager, but ultimately it all comes down to them. Like they are putting money into the team. Like it- it's just. I mean, Edu and Arteta—they ha- they don't know what they're doing. Like, but I, I want to hear more. What? Yeah, more. What you think about it? Like, n- not mm. really the situation, but more so. Like, you, you watched the Brentford game, right? How how did you think the game went?
1: I think it's one. Of, I think on the one hand, Arsenal should be beating Brentford every single time, but on the other hand, me and Tammy were talking about it actually the other day. And you consider the factors at play for that specific game, not as you know, not as an indictment as Arsenal as a whole. But it's their first game in the Premier League. It's the first game they've had with fans. They're at home. Um, I think Arsenal could be a much better outfit, and they'd still lose their game purely because of those sort of storyline factors that, that are at play. Yeah, and that's that's just if you just saw the scoreline. You didn't watch the game, sure. If you watch the game, that's where you'd be more worried as an Arsenal fan because it brentford played very well absolute massive credit to them but i I don't even
0: i don't necessarily agree i don't necessarily agree i thought i thought brentford were like you know they 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 showed good levels of you know passion spelt with a shun at the end desire um they 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 did really work for it and in sort of the in the jewels especially in the penalty boxes they were very strong but they, they didn't construct many good attacks. Uh, they, no. Honestly, they just exploited a very, very easy team to play against. Um, and I, I think even in our worst years under Wenger towards the end, a, v- a Wenger-led Arsenal team would have slapped them by four goals, like more or less every time.
1: Yeah, um, true, true. I think they did exactly what they needed to do. Though A lot of teams would not uh, come up to that level. And lot of teams just fall below that. And I think they they, they, were, they, they bullied that level. Mm. They knew, well, they knew I do exactly think that now play. that
2: like they've done that and everyone's gonna be looking like, oh, you just have to have a big man up top. <laughs> and that's like <laughs> that's Arsenal yeah. win a spliff.
0: Yeah, although although like I, I am I think the player we need back more than anyone else is is um Gabriel because like he, he one thing he's good at is handling quite strong strikers. Um and Pablo Mari, I almost feel bad for him. Like he, he should not be playing at this level. He's not a Premier League level player. Like he should be playing in. I mean, he was playing, he was playing in Brazil, and that's probably about his level.
1: To be fair, I do think I, he is bad, but I do think uh, being an Arsenal centre back is almost the ultimate crucible in being tested to <laughs> test how good a player you are because there is no cover from midfield. Like Granit Xhaka is such a such a poor player, in my opinion. Yeah, um, and I know you, you'll say, "Oh, he has good games here and there. He has these really good games." You sure the Euros; he had really good games against France. For oh,
0: example. but, but D- Dixon, were either of us conned by that? Did either of us think for one second, oh. watching him at the
2: Euros, that he was he's now a good player? Of course not. The only the only way. My views of him changed to the Euros, was that I thought we might be able to get maybe yeah. three or four mil more for him. I mean, and we failed to sell him and gave him a new contract. So, <laughs> props, prop,
0: props to props to Roma for not like utterly refusing to go above a certain amount of money for him <laughs> because they knew what they were doing. I think I think um Jacker is quite a good barometer of being a football fan. Like where if you're one of those in in it's, it's exclusively in the Arsenal fan base because no one else is stupid enough to think he's a good player, but. If you're an Arsenal fan and you think Jacker is genuinely a good player that's worth having, like your head needs checking. <laughs> it, it, it's he is dreadful, and he like almost by himself loses us. Like I've, well, I've said this so many times before on this podcast, but he'll he'll lose you like six points a season purely by his own ineptitude. And in centre mid,
1: you can't mm. have that. No, and it, it's it's you can't have your centre mid be having like purple patches of form and then playing really badly, like a striker, for example. The sentiment needs to be... Because it's such a holding yeah, mid. mid. they needs to yeah. be consistent above anything else. And he, he is dreadful. And I think he's the ultimate indictment of Arsenal right now, yeah. to be honest. Well,
0: don't, don't worry, though, because he got more of his uh, stat-padded progressive passes by doing the, the left flank pass to Tierney, which which stat nerds... And stat nerds and Jacker fans have like a massive overlap. Um, but uh, they, they say that he's got great progressive passing numbers, and it's literally because... Our entire attack under Arteta is Jacker pass to Tierney, Tierney cross, no one
2: scored <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing with that is like he won't play that. Like he doesn't play the like riskier passes for us. Like you watched him for Switzerland, and he was like at least attempting to break lines. There were a couple times where he could have played someone through, and he just decided not to. Like. It's almost like he himself is a stat nerd. Just yeah.
0: the, the <laughs> well, he, a he doesn't bit. care about the result. He's checking the, like, you know them, like, weird yeah. pie charts that tell you what a player's good at. <laughs> he's checking that so, out of the game.
1: Anyway, Arsenal though, it, it is utterly dismal. Dismal, dismal, dismal. Um, and let's hope it continues.
0: There's been enough misery, misery in, this, uh,
1: in this episode already. Let's get to some lighter <laughs> stuff. So, obviously, we're recording a couple of hours after Spurs versus City, and Spurs won 1-0. And it's what, yeah, you just get these. Somebody, you get one of these games, maybe a season sometimes, where everything goes right. Um, and it's just a thoroughly enjoyable day of football, especially the, being yeah. the first day as well. It's such a nice in, reintroduction back to football, because like you said earlier, like, I wasn't really ready for it to come back yet. Um, I don't think Spurs are ready in Terms of the signings and everything, and all the whole Harry Kane, yeah. You know, who have
0: you got in? Um,
1: we've signed three players so far. Um, our backup goalie called Galini, who I don't, yet. Yeah, oh, care. yeah, don't care about that. Um, we've signed a good center back called Christian Romero, who I think looks really promising, and we've signed Brian Hill as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, ex- um, Wasn't am I right in thinking that Romero was the exact same price as, as Ben White?
1: No, I actually found that today. Ben White was fifty million pounds, right?
0: Oh, is it pounds compared to euros?
1: Yeah, because Romero is an, an initial loan with an obligation to buy it for forty two oh, really? million pounds. Yeah,
0: that sounds like a that sounds like a brilliant piece right. of business. Um, Levy, Levy be, classic could, as usual. Could be an interesting point of comparison this over the course of this season.
1: No, I'm. i to mean, say right now. I'm gonna hang my my head out there. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that this guy is, is a far better player than Ben White. Far better. Um, I've not seen I'm, him play. I, I, but I'm, I'm. I'm certain. <laughs> he is.
0: Well, I'm. I'm. Um. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I've not seen enough of really either player to, to say anything. Like, oh no, neither I. I didn't see, see. I I didn't pay attention to Ben White at all while he was at, um, Brighton so uh, I he's going to be a massive sort of surprise to me like either mm. way um have a sneaky feeling it's going to be horrible business but yeah um, I think it would
1: be fine but in terms of signings so a lot so you- of those signings actually featured today I think Christian Romero got the last five minutes because he's injured yeah but he got the last five minutes and really it was one of those games and we play City obviously every every year we play City at home we always beat them yeah, uh, and it was the same for the old White Hot Lane as, as much as the new one. Um, in the last five games, we've the, all the five games that we've played City at the new ground, they've not beaten us and they've not scored in any of those. games. Wow, it's weird. Because um, the, the reverse fixture is always like a mixed bunch in terms of results. Yeah, yeah. But so today, that's the only real thing that gave me confidence going into today. But
0: um, it was, it was know, rewarded.
1: Yeah, I mean, the first, as you guys, if you watched the game, you would have seen, the first 15 minutes, I thought, oh, it's going to be like the League Cup final again. Yeah. Wave after wave after wave of City pressure. I was seeing a kind of Sterling-Grealish overlap on the left side, and I was just like, what? I was almost getting, I was <laughs> almost getting angry because, like, how the fuck can we compete against that?
2: You know, yeah. we've got
1: we've got our academy right back, and um, Davison Sanchez covering that side. Like, how are we? How are we meant to deal with that? It's it's criminal. But they
0: did, they did,
1: um, and they did with flying cars as well. So we, we survived yeah. that first fifteen minutes, and then the the rest of the second, the first half, we grew into it a bit more, and we ended the first half. And I thought it was basically even up to that point. Um, yeah, I don't know what you guys. thought I,
0: I, I'm I'm sure. I'm. Sure, I've not actually seen it, but I'm sure that XG will have City winning that game. But oh, yeah. I, I, I really thought I thought Spurs had the better of it in terms of the actual like chances created. I, I thought if so, I mean Son's uh, the finish that he actually did take was was brilliant in sort of like try I'd say trademark trademarks on fashion. But um, hmm. if he if his finishing had been a bit less rusty in the in the sort of first half and his his like attacking instincts were a bit more what they usually are. I, I thought you could have won by a couple of goals, to be fair.
1: It's true. I mean, what what my, uh, at least my dad and my brother who were there, were saying was they assumed him being sort of tentative in front of goal in the first half was him almost assuming that sort of Kane playmaking responsibility for some reason. Yeah. Because um, he didn't look himself. And then the second half, he was a lot more direct. And that goal, I think, I think that's actually a brilliant goal. Uh, what a, what a player
0: he is. What a player he is.
1: And... Yeah, and speaking in a, in a tactical sense, uh, we went to, for a very narrow front three: Bergvine, Mora, and Son. All three of which, especially Lucas Mora, had excellent oh, games.
0: I, I thought he was. It was him or Tanganga that were that were man of the match. Oh um, yeah, that, so that's 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 yeah,
1: talked, that's the consensus as well.
0: I, I want to I want to ask you a couple of questions about Tanganga. Actually, um, one is he normally like this? Like, is, is, is this a sort of, is this, is this an exceptional game for him or is he a genuinely
1: good player? This is his best game, but his style is that it's like a yeah. very competitive, very defense first minded, uh, right back. C- sort of um, a classic, a classic right back. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he's, what... he, he's fairly quick. He's very yeah. strong and he's very good at those sort of, that sort of it's so it is like Wamba Sackman in a way in terms of his style but they the way they move is very different i think and i think they rely yeah. on different bits of their game to to achieve those defensive goals if you know what i mean my,
0: my second question was going to be is is he primarily a right back like is that his nailed on position yes
1: i think he's always been a right back he's not a center back he's not i don't think he's quite as tall as i'd want him to be he's only, i think he's only like 6 foot. And I'd always want a yeah. centre back, unless they're they're like unbelievable. I'd always want my centre backs to be over six foot. And I think he always has said that he wants to play on, as right back as well. Okay, but needless to say, I think he had, I think he had an absolutely brilliant game, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, taking advantage of the new rules, which I don't know if you listen to the commentary, but apparently the referees association has introduced new rules into the league uh, as the start of this season where challenges that you saw him putting in today for example are not going to be pulled up for fails and sort of tougher challenges are not going to be held yeah back, it's trying to sort of amazing it's trying to revert they're trying to reverse the sort of
0: softening of the past like decade or whatever aren't they which mm. are, i mean i think we'll see how it pans out over the long term because you know obviously they could end up being shit somehow but this this weekend's action i thought was massively helped by the the refereeing like the flow of all the games was so so it was so much less stop start than it has been um mm-hmm. all like it feels like all the things that would have been var sort of like taking ages of var they just sort of like looked at yeah. and then immediately decided and then basically let everything go if they could um no, it was and perfect, i like that perfect. i like that
1: very well appreciated very and this, a lot of all the commentators, and all the people watching it there on Twitter and whatever were saying that it was a very feisty game, very interesting game to watch. And I think a lot of that is because it flowed well, because yeah. the players were allowed to, you know, put these challenges in and whatever. And obviously the backdrop of the whole Harry Kane issue, which I'll get into now, um, added a, different, a very unique sort of flavour to the game. And, that, you know, credit to Sky, like usually I, I would go into a game watching, watching that and I'd be like, they're just going to talk about this the whole time. They <laughs> talked about it a lot, but it to win like that um, with that massive issue that has been looming over the club for like a month now basically um, made it extra sweet. Like, for example, when, do you think he'll go, do? You, do you think he'll go? I don't know. I I I am always quite positively sort of things, and I really don't think he'll go. I mean, I'm wearing his shirt right now, so I fucking have yeah. fucking go. Uh, but. Most people, most Spurs fans that I speak to, because I think Spurs fans are innately negative people. Um, <laughs> Say like, "Oh, he's definitely off," um, and I think the Spurs fans in the ground seem to agree. People were singing, you know, "Are you watching?" Stuff like this. Are you watching Harry Kane? Whatever. I thought, you yeah, like a bit of
0: a nice. pantomime, pantomime villain today. Um, it's weird ha- has it's a weird the, whole
1: situation. Has
0: the fan base turned on him to to some
1: extent? Not really. I think you can't turn on a guy. You can't, because you think about how much he's given us down the years. You, I, I don't think you can turn on him and start chastising him. The way he's gone finals, about it, has
0: pe- been... Final, finals, performances, trophies... Oh yeah,
1: like, the, the thing <laughs> is like, he has done that, but that is where he has no leg to stand on. I mean, if he'd put in like, absolutely amazing performances in these finals and he's still lost, that'd be one thing, but he has, as people have seen, most finals he's been in, he hasn't played particularly well, including the Euros yeah. final as well. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was a very, and then for us to beat the team that he wanted to sign for, I don't know. It made it very, very interesting. Is all I I don't think obviously I mean, stuff to his point of view.
2: It really highlighted how much they did need him, or at least like a a competent striker, though, because I, they just they don't really look like scoring very much.
1: No, in a way that mean, the, yeah, the first fifteen they, just they think, looked world. Well, so you
2: need a striker.
1: I don't know. The well, thing is with City, I don't know if they know how to play it. They, they haven't really, because when Pep was there, they never really used Aguero either as a proper number nine, did they? He was always sort of like uh, in the in the sort of second sort of string sort of situation. So I don't. I really don't know if Harry Kane being in there would solve all their problems, to be honest. Well,
0: Dixon, I, I want to see what you think about this. But per- personally, I mean... Uh, emotion sort of taken out of it a bit Because obviously Spurs fans love it But if, if City are offering as much as I'm hearing It seems like a good deal for both parties to be honest like Kane is getting on He's got a horrible injury record Like £120 million for for that Something that Spurs could invest in In other areas of their squad I think it seems like a great deal
2: I think it's a very difficult one Because obviously he has been like your best player consistently For some time now and it's always gonna to be tough to like like kind of be happy with the idea that you're gonna get red, but it's such a large amount of money. Yeah. Like you could it's you true. could get like a quality player in like three or four positions for that. Look
0: at what look at what Liverpool did when they sold Coutinho. Like it's true, 70, yeah. Seventy mil a keeper, plus seventy mil, like seventy mil to just massively improve the spine of the team and they, they were they won the Champions League and the title. Like I I'd expect further further off but like if you if you buy top quality in like I don't know what positions you need like maybe a center mid if and not, not working out and then a and forward yeah a forward like you could be cooking with something
1: It's true. I think the only thing for me personally is the personal attachment that you have as as a fan to him and it's almost no matter of money. I mean that has been tarnished recently. But no amount of money really in my eyes could, could buy that away. That's sort of the meaning of the whole the whole thing of watching football is supporting people, you know, from the area that you know allegedly love the club and do all this. You're a football um, romantic though. <laughs> yeah, but I think we yeah. suppose you have to be you can't I can't what we need, you what can't we... have like a Chelsea point of view about it. No, well, I was gonna say you need, you need you
0: need your Hammersons to just like to to approach football like it's accountancy and and just you know talk about fees and talk about yeah, you know, pure output without any yeah. of the theme.
1: Because you think about it, like in my lifetime, this is the first it, for me and a lot of people my age and younger, this is the first proper football hero that I've had or have. Um and I don't I don't really care about what money gets thrown Tottenham's way. I'm not gonna first of all, we'll probably just piss it away anyway. <laughs> and second of all, I, I very much doubt we'll replace him with someone who the, the fans will care about as much. But there's a caveat on that one. Cause I think recently, and I think people always thought this, but I think especially after today's events, son is almost moving into that level and almost becoming that goal. He, he already is the golden boy in a lot of ways, but if Kane leaves, he is, he is the man. He is yeah. the man. I think Spurs fans love him so much already that he could, he could be the new Kane. He could be sure. He's not from Chingford. He's from you know, a lot <laughs> f- further afield than Chingford, but like it <laughs> doesn't really matter. Peckham, Peckham right? <laughs> If you if you show the loyalty and the love of the club, which is all we really ask for, um, that's it. That's all it takes.
0: It'll be so easy to yeah
1: to to sort
0: of translate those feelings towards Kane onto Son. Like I'm I'm sure he's already most of the way there, and if he can honestly like if because he he's one of those players. He's sort of like Fernandez, where he we we say he's one position, but really he is just a sort of a, a striker more or less, isn't he? And he seems like he can do it. admirably. I mean, I saw a stat today about like. He's he's played like fifty, I think like sixty games in in sort of the the typical striker position, and he's got like fifty goals and assists. Um, no, he can obviously incredible. do a job there. So, I mean, if you if you shuttle him there and then maybe stick that some of the cane money on a on a winger like an upgraded winger because who your your wing options strike me as a little bit without hmm. son there is a little bit sort of wanting.
1: It's, it's, you know, Bergvine's a good player, and I think he put in a lot of hard work today. But he had a really good chance that he completely fucked up. And I think, I don't know, I think we would, if we sold Kane, we'd pursue it an out and out striker. Because I, I'd actually say Son's best position is sort of that LF, if you had to go refer to the yeah, terms. Yeah. It's, that, it's, it's, it's the most advanced left sided position you could possibly adopt on, on the pitch. That's his best position. I think concluding on Spurs, um, the last thing I would like to say about the about the whole whole darn shooting match was um, for Nuno San, for Nuno Espirito Santo. I think that's obviously the best way you could possibly start. Tactics absolutely bang on, um, and yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing for him to be fair. The thing is, what Spurs haven't had in a while, at least it's Postino left, um, is a guy you can really get behind.
0: Oh, he, he's likable, really, isn't he?
1: He just—he seems like a likable guy. He doesn't know this bullshit, you know. He's
0: got a cool, got a cool beard.
1: Cool beard. He—he he says all the right things. He—I just think I've always—I've always felt a bit more positive towards this season in general because I think ultimately, if we finish eight, if we finish eighth. At least the club is being run by someone who conducts himself in a decent way who isn't just a nasty old boss. I mean, obviously, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking big shots of video here. But it's just the positivity that he exudes exactly what I want to see. And this is the ultimate vindication for him, especially with the whole hurricane BS, which has been sort of thrust upon him, basically.
0: sorted um, affair territory with, uh, with the Kane thing, yeah. Yeah, it,
1: it really. This has really lifted the mood, I think, around the club. And then I don't know who we've got next week, but I'm actually looking forward to it now. I,
0: I was interested to see that he, I don't know if he's been doing this for, for the whole of preseason, but uh, using a back four when he was obviously very known for using back three in his, in his wall mm. Um that, that sort of changes my perspective on him being Spurs manager, because I assumed he was going to take the back three across with him and Spurs would continue being a very sort of defensive, defensive team. But obviously you were quite defensive today and, and more counter-attacking, but that's how you've got to be against city. Like, I'll be very yeah. interested to see what you do against an ostensibly worse side. Yeah, um, that's a test, like, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see how it un- unfolds. Obviously, I I hope he crashes and burns. Um, <laughs> and I hope you hate him in about a month's time. But he seems like a nice bloke, and mm. you know, if he, maybe maybe he'll you know maybe we'll be potch 2.0. I don't know.
1: I hope so. I think he. I think with the with the tactics we we were defensive because obviously you have to be against City. But I think even for, I think for the middle sort of section of the game, I think we were bossing it. To be honest, I really thought we were dominating the proceedings, winning the ball back really quickly, and hitting them with those really fast breaks. That's what I was the football I want to be seeing. That's the football I yeah. love seeing. And it wasn't like because we played similarly under Mourinho, but it was sort of we would get the ball and it'd be a massive long ball up over the yeah. top usually by Kane. But you see today that the counter attacks are sort of little small interplay passes, yeah, it the, was, it was the more, wings.
0: yeah, driving driving into space, off the ball runners. It, it was honestly what I don't want to bring talk anymore about Arsenal to be honest, but like it was watching it was everything Arsenal lack. It was mm. direct directness. It was like initiative, little little interplays where you know if if we were playing that game we have got the ball back and then instantly slowed it down and tried oh, to build slowly. So yeah, I'm you know. It was an exciting game to watch. While you didn't dominate possession, I thought you had the better of the chances, and that was mm. that was in large part down to down to how El Nuno set up. So yeah, um,
1: yeah. positive times I, to be a Spurs fan. I think so. And then, la- absolutely, lastly, um, I thought Oliver Skip had a good game considering considering who he was up against. I think he grew into it more.
0: Yeah, he did. I thought he started off. He started off very shaky with you know, it, some yeah. mis- misplaced passes and and turnovers and stuff. But yeah, he was he was. He looked like a Premier League player in the second half. So
1: definitely. It's very tough in the tackle as well, which I really I really like a player that can do that. Him and Hoybier as a as a two in sort of sitting midfield, I really I thought that was very positive. I think Ali had a good game as well. Yeah,
0: I think it's hard. I mean, I don't know about you, Dixon, but I like I just assume that Skip is just Winx but with a different name and younger that they're gonna it's like it's the Winx project for starting again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he's exactly that guy. The only difference is that. His, his name doesn't rhyme with Stinks, basically. He's assumably slightly better.
0: It, honestly, no, but the, the, sim- the similarity in, like, f- feeling that the name causes is also, like, striking. <laughs> like, Harry Winks and Oliver Skip are, like, randomly generated, like, English names.
1: <laughs> both of them could be at Bournemouth, couldn't they? Skippy and um, Winky, <laughs> Winksy. No, he's he's, de- he's very he's different to to Winks in a lot of ways. I think he's a much better defensive defensive player. So so much better at tackling. So much better at tackling.
0: Winks is one of the worst tacklers I've ever.
1: He's seen. dreadful. I don't think he's gonna. I don't really don't think he will. Uh, he will play for Tottenham again. Winks. He was is, in the is, squad today. Jeez. I know.
0: We're, I know we're dragging this Tottenham thing out, but um. Is Skip like is he replacing anyone in the lineup? Like is, is he is he only playing because someone else is injured or is it do you think he's gonna be the guy this season?
1: I think it'll be him and Hoybier, and then the, the real battle will be will be for that sort of eight sort of spot between Ndombele Ali and LaCelso. Ooh, mm. Which and then you think about I think we need to get another midfielder in, to be honest. But yeah I you know. Ali had a good game today. Much better than last season. So much better than last season. Well,
0: that was all Mourinho's fault, wasn't
1: it? Let's be yeah, real. <laughs> like, yeah, we, could, we could put a lot of this down to Mourinho. Yeah. But um, I think let's talk a little bit about City. Um, fuck them. I hope no, that oh, yeah. We said in our season preview, I think I'd love nothing more than any other team in the league to catastrophically fail this season. Yeah. Um, To see all that money. I'm and then sick and tired of pet. I hate him. I it's hate him. Yeah, check,
0: checkbook fraud. Yeah, that that thing we talked about it on our on our group chat. But that whole geese
2: situation. Oh, oh my the god, situation oh, so embarrassing. No, uh, but like he, the thing, the thing about that is, I could also fully see him like lining up like that. That's the worst <laughs> in a geese, part of the whole geese thing.
0: formation. Yeah,
2: <laughs> in like a two-two-two-two-two situation.
1: 2 it would be, it would be in the something Champions he would League. do. It would be in the
0: Champions League final, and they lose like three <laughs> 0
1: <laughs> Surely a geese formation would be like a one, two, three, four. Well, I'm trying let's get
0: into
2: this. Can we
0: just get into this a little bit more because I was thinking about it. No, no, like, no. What,
2: what are the logistics? Well, of, I,
0: like, what inspiration? Well, I can saw you possibly a
2: post in eleven, and it was um, it was two centre backs and then two wing backs and then like two further kind of like oh yeah wide yeah. midfielders oh, followed like, by like, like a further two wingers. So like
0: a reverse geese formation, sort of.
2: Yeah, they were doing it like with it wide at the at the top yeah. instead of wide at the bottom. But what and, the like quotes... empty in the middle. What the not, quote like a, said... not like a like bowling. Whilst the quote
0: said was that like Pep noticed geese flying over and, and like took inspiration from it and tried to incorporate some of that in his in yo, know, in his squad. And it's like what what could you possibly take out of that? Like or squawking? They, they in a yeah, they're in a V formation. <laughs> I about to say? More they're in a v formation, <laughs> v formation. They squawk and they go in a straight line. Like, what is there to glean from that in a
2: footballing sense?
1: <laughs> if I truly, I think, mean, I think, to, I I think there is something
2: to glean in like a more general sense. Am I to believe that Peppers never seen like geese flying before? Or like <laughs> oh, this, like, he four year old resolve. man. Yeah. <laughs> I think what like what are you... these strange creatures in the sky, <laughs> and how do they you know to line up? <laughs> we
0: got to do this, guys.
2: <laughs> which which one of
0: them is the tr- the ortista <laughs>
1: <laughs> You got the geese that are slowing down the flying. Who is maintaining well, the
0: tempo? It, it's got to be the geese the geese at the the base of the V. That's got to be the tempo controller, right?
1: <laughs> Expected flight forward. You've got to be in the <laughs> middle
0: to. <laughs> Ex honks.
1: <laughs> you know, Jacko would be the one that was just sort of flying away from the pack, <laughs> leading them off course.
0: Yeah. Well, Not let's do the basic Ex honks <laughs> out of Stank. <laughs> let's let's talk about Greenish. Um, uh, Dowling, what did you what did you think of his forest day?
1: I thought, to be honest, I. I was going to introduce a new series today called Stink Watch, where we, we name the latest stinky player and lead. league.
0: Oh, I like it. I like it.
1: Um, and he was going to be my first edition, but I think it is truly very unfair. Like, I didn't think he had a bad game.
0: It's, it's unfair because, because Mendy played in the same game.
1: <laughs> oh, are you going to say Mendy is the first? Because I think... Oh, I think oh is, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Where I going to go with Stink Watch... I want it to be purely a adren- agenda driven. I don't really not oh, a there's, lot of things. There's, no, there's no
0: agenda about Mendy because everyone knows it's, he's bad.
1: He's shit, isn't he? Like whereas Grealish, I'd be mean, like, well, yeah, he, he kinda of had a not excellent game today. So that, in my opinion, makes him the first inductee to the stink watch list. Yeah,
0: you're right, you're right. I I'll just write that uh, down.
1: Stink watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna tally who features in it? But at the end of the season you could do a sort of, you know, who who accumulated the most stink points.
1: The thing is though It's going to be And I know I know what we're like If Bruno Fernandes Doesn't have an amazing game For one He's week, going to be He's going to be Straight, straight on the stink watch <laughs> yeah. It should be a gender watch Really
0: Yeah Well Gre- I mean Grealish um, Obviously he's He's going to be good While he's at sea Like there's there's basically No doubt about it But um, What you were saying earlier Off uh, Off mic uh, Ed Was that He isn't going to be The guy At City in the same way that he was for Villa and no. I don't know as another cog in the machine he'll probably be good but he's he's not going to have the output to make him look like a £100 million signing like to, no. I mean he was probably just about their most threatening player today like he had a couple of shots and got into the penalty area but at no, no point did it look like he was going to score at no point did it look like he sort of was was dictating the game or anything um, no.
1: I was thinking was a, lot a lot about Ferran Torres to be honest Gary never wouldn't stop going on about Ferran Torres. Yeah. He missed an open goal. I know he did that. Yeah, he
0: did. He did that.
1: Uh, apart from that, I don't really know what he did. He worked hard. What? Yeah, yeah.
0: Doesn't mean he played well.
1: And if that's who you're relying on to lead your line, then I'm sorry. You deserve to fucking lose. Yeah. All the money in the world, and you can't even buy a bloody forward. You know, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. I thought Fernandinho oh, had. A if great I were you, I'd be avoiding training.
2: speaking too soon on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know how to curse myself here. Yeah. The thing is, Fern, Fernandinho had a great first 20 minutes, and then he just sort of to me it looked like he just couldn't be fucked anymore. Like he was oh, just getting beat every single time in transition.
0: This could be a different segment called Washed Watch. <laughs> because <laughs> I I think this is this this is the first time I've ever seen Fernandinho where I thought, like, ooh, is he past it?
1: He's gone.
0: Yeah, because I mean obviously Lucas Mora and bergwine and and Son as well were all absolutely rapid. Um and you know, in transition they're gonna do damage. But he just he just looked behind it. Um hmm. he, he wasn't he wasn't even close enough to be doing all those tactical fouls. He couldn't even uh, yeah, which, he couldn't
1: even do his, his transition. Which foul. is his, yeah, his red and butter. Yeah. yeah. I hate. I, I don't hate him. I really respect him, to be honest. But I hate that aspect of the game. Even though I love it when Spurs do it, to be fair.
0: Yeah, with well, Tang- Tanganga was shit housing absolutely everyone. Oh, so. oh,
1: ridiculous! Oh, absolutely ridiculous! How oh, cool I get away with the booking. What, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he <didn't> get booked. <laughs> Grealish got booked because he just got <laughs> fouled so hard that he had to complain to the referee. <laughs> <laughs> Glorious. Oh. I thought Ruben Diaz had quite a poor game as well. I think for the. Um for our goal, the content are really slagging him off for that.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, he, he was just sort of breakdancing in the
2: middle of the penalty area like sort of away from
1: everything, leather. wasn't he? It's in a Rob
2: Holding impression.
1: <laughs> All jokes aside, do you think City going forward, do you, re- do you think they're still the absolute top dog in terms of the Premier League? Um, the thing I don't like is that they have, I mean, they've still got Sterling, but they
0: don't seem to have those runners in behind that I think the no. great city sides did like obviously they, they had Sane who um who who was very much doing that from the left while while Sterling was doing it from the right that's when they were the most dangerous and now th- their approach seems to be sort of like a, a death by a thousand cuts type thing where it's mm. like you know pass it around until a, a little chink in the armor opens up and then and then them will attack but I, it just seems less effective than when you have people stretching the defense. Um
2: yeah. and I think if you get they play they up, play so like it. they've got like five attacking mids on as opposed to yeah. like a front three these days.
1: And so everyone's behind well. the ball. I was yeah, just thinking just about do the game. Anything. How much you feel if you're Gabby Jesus and there's all this talk about he says he just not having not a striker. He's just there. And he's I, I was so bad.
0: I, I think I think. He, oh no! I think he's he. I, I, I do think he's bad. And I never enjoy watching him. But he's one of those players where I bet if he went to like, I don't know. Um, well, Spurs is a good example. I think if you if you went to Spurs or like, I don't know, like Everton or something, I bet he'd look really, really decent.
1: Mm. I think what we're thankfully re-emerging back into the era of very physical strikers. Yeah, um, either in pace or in strength, which I think is the best way football can be. Pace so and power. Te- I like strikers. Exactly. I like techie strikers. Think of the best strikers in the world right now. Maybe probably Bar Lewandowski, even though he is quite strong. Erling Haaland is an absolute like, as as people always say, absolute freak.
0: He's a beast of a human being. Yeah. Lukaku
1: is an exceptionally strong player. Harry Kane is very very strong. Mbappe yeah. is the quickest player in the world. In the world, as far as I'm yeah. Concerned. Even Ronaldo is still extremely at his absolute physical peak. Uh, yeah. I think Gary Jesus has been left behind personally. And
0: yeah, Ryan he's not very fast, curious. and he's not very strong, and he's not tall. I, it, it, you know, he's got that sort of Lacazette build. He's not fat, but he's got that like he's not fast and he's not strong. And I think for Premier League, can, can you think of a top level Premier League striker who isn't one of the two?
1: Shiro? Oh, Shiro yeah.
0: was strong though, isn't he? Oh no, I'm talking. I'm talking like right now. Oh. Um, Ings? Uh, he's quite fast though. He's uh. always fast. He's faster than you. You expect, and he's he's like he's I fast. Just think-
1: ed- <laughs> I think this is my. I was about, I about to jokingly to say Verner,
2: but bad. he is actually rapid yeah i just literally um, think
1: jesus isn't hasn't got the juice like ings. i think ings just does has that that natural striker's instinct to better i degree. think he's i think
0: he's got a bit of a cliche but he's got that sort of yeah that nouse like knack, knack he for goals. and and there's just something about you know, about the way he looks like he looks he looks like if he isn't scoring he's angry um <laughs> and and yeah he's just he hits the ball really hard and it's like with with conviction and I think that's one of the most important traits of a striker is I mean you know it sounds stupid but finishing in it like
1: yeah,
0: that's true. It, but it's, it's a certain kind of finishing it's like it's something I love about Vardy it's something I love about Kane to be fair like when when you know that a striker is going to absolutely lash it into the goal like mm. and, and do it nine times out of ten then you're going to be good and, and it's something I don't like about Jesus I don't like about Werner I don't like about Firmino. Um, I don't like about, well, a, a, lot of, a lot of Prem Strikers who are on the sort of bottom end is that they don't shoot with conviction. Like, no, it's sort of finesse, and it, it works sometimes, but not not enough.
1: It's um, that with Aguero, for example. Like, Aguero's trademark, and the same with Harry Kane as well, it's just smashing it low and hard. Near near I think that's the best blast. way to go, isn't it? Yeah. It's the best way to go every time. Um, okay, I think I about to wrap of up in the City. I still think they will definitely contend 100 million percent. I hope they don't, but I think they will. Yeah, But I would say say that right now, I know it's so early on, but we have to make these predictions. I would say Chelsea are the best team in the country at the moment.
0: Yeah, I think I I disagree with that. Dixon, what what do you think?
2: I mean, I didn't watch them play today. And obviously, we haven't seen them play with Lukaku yet. I just... (laughs) Part of me thinks, like, yeah, I wasn't convinced by them last season, even though they won the Champions League. I was like, yeah, "Uh." but that was a lot due to their forward line, like, they were always very solid in defense, yeah. Like, even though I don't like their midfield, it kind of does the trick.
1: That's true, yeah.
2: I'm talking about Jorginho here, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, Kante's great, but I also don't rate Kovacic. Um, I think the thing, the thing with the thing with three at the back though is that when it gets figured out like the team tends to absolutely crumble um and I don't know I don't know if it'll get figured out this season uh but if it does I think that sort of automatically discounts them in my opinion um mm. if they stay if they stay just as solid as they are now um then yeah they'll be fine especially with Lukaku but you know we all we have to say uh, Hamilton might disagree but a lot of their defenders were having like crazy purple patches last season like rudiger zuma de- these are decent defenders but they're not as good as we saw mm-hmm, um christian Christensen, especially tiago Silva is going to be what like 43 <laughs> he, he can't be doing that anymore um i think it'd be
1: so, 39 no joke i think it'd be 39
0: yeah so so like a, a substantial fall off from from one of them um if their defense starts looking a bit leaky, then I don't know. The thing I, about me, that is,
2: is it a purple patch or is it that Tuchel's raised the level?
0: It could, mm. it could be that. And oh man, I'm so jealous that they've got a. But it's, but
2: it's. I mean, it's it's also very much three of the back tacks. but three of the back tax, yeah. But for me, for me, it's still
0: city city's title to lose in my opinion. Um, although I, I will say as well, watch out for Liverpool. Yeah, I think. Definitely. I think there's not been a lot of discussion about them, and th- their squad is still a little bit paper thin. But Van Dyke back, um, if Alexander Arnold is up to his old up to his old tricks, uh, Salah still looks like the best player in the league, in my opinion. Um, yeah, they if if they manage to have another freak season where like no one gets injured, uh, which is ironic because well, I mean Robbie out for ages, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if if they could keep their squad mainly together and not play
2: Thiago, they could do something.
1: But, I think, I mean, I also third think Man United
2: the I think Man United should be contending as well. I think those top 4 given their squads should all be able to keep in quite a tight pack and it should be an exciting race the, this year. The I mean, we've just watched them like ease past Leeds. Yeah. The top 4
0: should be pretty nailed on which means at least one of them will definitely have an atrocious season and uh, drop out. Um
1: I think it might be City. I think if City, especially if they don't sign Kane, I really don't I think they're gonna come fifth or something like that. Um and I can see a, a certain other a certain other couple of other teams get sneaking into that spot potentially. Um are you, include, I, are you including Tottenham in that? I mean I jokingly included them uh when we did our preview, but <laughs> Uh, it depends. I, I genuinely, I think if if we end the window with three good signings and we hang out to Kane, I I don't see any reason why not. Personally, yeah, yeah. Um but we haven't got any other BS factors? At play. the conference league, it's like it's not. I don't think it's a hindrance at all. To be honest, you're, We're you're not just, just playing fine, our first team until, until like the, the final,
0: the semi. Yeah, <laughs> even the semis, you could probably play a second string team, and you you'd walk it i have really excited
1: to watch well. that. Did you see that
2: video of um? It's some some team you're to be playing in the group stages <laughs> taking the piss out of you for being the smallest club in London. Yeah,
1: Pacos <laughs> I thought it was funny to be fair. I thought it was
2: funny. I, it, I mean, I thought it was very funny, but like just some absolute nothing team from somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> like naming yeah, like, like Fulham and Crystal Palace in London,
1: West Ham. I, think I heard Charlton fun about, yeah, and they'll get <laughs> they get sent packing, yeah, packing yeah, back to have yeah. fucking shit hole they're from. Right, go on. Let,
0: let's let's talk about some of the some of the other games we we saw, be it on Match of the Day or or otherwise. Um, we, we, should, we, should we go through the rest of the yeah, you know, what we've just described as contenders and see how how they fared?
1: Yeah, so should we start with? So we've talked about sort of the top three. Should we start with Chelsea? Chelsea Palace? Yeah, go on. Um, <laughs> Ed, I know we were were waxing lyrical about <laughs> that Palestine before. <laughs> <laughs> they were arseholes. Not just it, it was, but
2: one hundred percent romanticism.
1: They were spanked. They were absolutely spanked. I mean, to be fair, I reversed. I went on a U turn midway through the recording about Crystal Palace because I actually looked at yeah. who they signed in it. They <laughs> <that> good. <laughs> my in my, my uh, head they were better than. Yeah. No, yeah. I was. I was. Well, I was
0: surprised by when I saw the lineup. I was like, wait. Where are the where are the guys,
1: <laughs> where are the, the guys? <laughs> no guys, um, no just guys. random championship players and a Chelsea player online. Um, I think that game. I don't. I think it's such a cut and dry performance in terms of Chelsea just are a better team. They're at home. Yeah,
0: on 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 match of the yep. day, it was one of those where I don't I, I remember seeing like a Crystal Palace shot featured. It was it was just wave after wave of Chelsea attack. Mm.
1: Yep. I think, but honestly, at the same time, we play
2: is. them shortly and I expect oh, it to be the exact same we'll result. <laughs> will it work? <will> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so, but, so, I know, think the United game was a bit more interesting in terms of narratives, narratively speaking. Yeah. Um, banged out leads. And I think Leeds, they are a great, not great, they're a good team. But they yeah. also are very likely to be banged out as well because of the way they play. Could have a, could yeah. have a, would,
0: I don't know if you covered this in the season prediction. But is there potentially going to be a tricky second season situation with Leeds, where they finish quite a bit below where where they did last time? I I could see it happening. Um, They didn't. Who who have they bought? They bought. I think they bought one player, and it was that um, left back from Barcelona. Uh, Oh, Firpo, yeah, Junior Firpo, yeah, and I don't know, like surely those players get tired after all the running around they do.
1: (laughs) No, I I would say I think they'll be (laughs) fine. And I think that's based on the fact that they aren't built on like sort of Sheffield United-esque sturdy defensive thing system built on like the backs of two or three players, which if they get injured, they're fucked. Yeah, I think they're built on like these very core principles. And I'm really waxing lyrical about Bielsa here, but the the principles upon which that team is built upon, I think, are good enough and strong enough to where I think that team will probably be fine. I think they'll beat the teams around them and the teams below them. I just Wait, don't think. And-
0: Bielsa. Be- that's, that's the answer. That's the answer to all Arsenal's problems. Get him to the carpet. He's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Flowing, attacking football. Everyone trying hard. Billions of goals, billions of goals <laughs> conceded. Um, that's what we want.
1: But I think that'd be all right. I think that it, Man United played extremely well in that game, though. Um, uh, I mean, I think
2: they yes. just showed the class of players they had.
1: Yeah, Pokemon which is plastic. something you'd
2: like to see them do. Yeah, Fernandez
1: yeah. <laughs> as well. As much I hate to say, it was absolutely Fernandez Blasek.
2: Yeah, he's, he's yeah,
1: inevitable. He's inevitable, and it's looking good for them. Even though, you know, I do think United fans they let off Olay a bit sometimes. You know, I know certain individuals were Olay out. Or well, at least they said they were all out immediately after the Europa League final.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm sure they've reneged on that already.
1: <laughs> I just think <laughs> if he doesn't do anything this season, Ollie, in terms of winning big trophies, yeah. from a Man United perspective, he has to go, right?
0: Are they still? I uh, uh, I'm not sort of in the loop with United fans. Are they still pretending they haven't been backed enough, or have they, have they I, let that so, sh- have, mean- they, <laughs> have they have they let that facade go now? Because it's so annoying how every season they spend like a hundred
2: million and they pretend that like oh. I think w- I think with the team that they have now assembled, if they don't win anything, yeah, they've got to get a better manager who fair will it. win fair. something with the team they've got
0: center mid center mid is a bit weak but like other than that where are the weaknesses in that squad yeah. like yeah it, it's much. every every like goalkeeper yeah i don't really care that much for henderson Henderson's or De Gea, but yeah he's all right but like <laughs> they, signed
1: mean, Ren, they signed two, for ran they signed to you just can't moan about that
0: two of the best two of the best center backs in the world uh according to yeah, Temp, the other thing the is best left back in the world
2: the other thing about them not having like a Good enough defensive midfield is that you've got Maguire and Varane back there. Like, not only are they like good enough defenders to cover for like a fair amount of lacking in defense in midfield, yeah. I feel like they're also both defenders who are willing to maraud forward and then play the pass that <laughs> you would expect, like, <laughs> a center yeah. mid to do. Maguire so it's almost like forward yeah. is so funny, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like they're covering for not having yeah, like yeah. a good center like CDM by having like two genuinely world class. Well, there's animators. a chance
1: they might sign Camavinga as well. And if they do that, like I think if they do that and they don't win the title, I think all oh, has to go. I think absolutely. yeah. yeah. Um, cuz how how can you not win the title? Yeah.
0: Oh, cuz who, who else is there to buy? Like
1: <laughs> you've bought
0: everyone. do <laughs> you have all the players. <laughs> I mean, I guess they could literally buy every other player in the world and win by default. Because <laughs> <laughs> he
1: just can't field a team.
0: <laughs> although, although I'm sure I'm sure someone in Europe would get together like 11, 11 sort of like pub players and Ollie would get outmanaged by, by them <laughs> in
1: the final. <laughs> it would go to pens. <laughs> yeah, it would go
0: to pens that De Gea would let them all in.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, looking strong though, looking good.
0: Should we talk about Liverpool? I mean, Norwich. Norwich to Liverpool is like that's food. That's food.
1: It's just good eating, isn't it? Like, I can't
0: remember. (laughs) Have Liverpool Liverpool ever scored less than three goals against Norwich? I genuinely don't think they have. Like Suarez used to. Oh man, if I if I was a Norwich supporter, I'd I'd like I'd still be scared of Suarez.
2: (laughs) In my head, like the first time Liverpool played Norwich last season, it was like a closely contended game. I could like. Sorry, the season before. When no, there, it, yeah, it was
1: three-three actually. It was three-three. No, nah, it was yeah.
2: Liverpool won, but I think it was four-three. Oh
1: yeah,
2: oh yeah. I remember being impressed, like oh they've actually put up a fight. Fair play. Yeah.
1: Oh, they still <laughs> lost. <laughs> yeah.
0: This, this time, this yeah. time, um, it looked like Liverpool just absolutely banged them out. Um, mm. Mm. I think having having just even as just a mental thing, having Van Dijk back is going to change is going to change their game. Um, like mm. they're not going to have. Right, well, as he gets injured again, they're not going to have to be like frankensteining together different center back pairings (laughs) for the whole season um and yeah they'll just have either i mean and they've added a little bit of i think they've got less center back options than they did but more quality like van dyke matip gomez or that guy canate like that's a good selection of center backs they'll be fine in that department now i think Um, they're now
2: here with something to prove this season because last season they were kind of like Nobody really cared, but they also had the excuse like, "Oh, like half our first team squad is injured," so I yeah, think they've they're... got to come back this season with like, "Oh no, we are a good side." Otherwise, yeah, they've got to go
0: back to being the big boys. Um, and I think yeah. you could le- you could you could level the same accusations at Liverpool as with Man United, like they don't spend as much, and that, that's an area of concern. But in terms of their actual starting eleven, like they reckon they've got some of the best players in the world in every position. Like, w- what's the excuse for not doing well this season? They're, they're exactly. sh- apart unless they get horror injuries again, anything less than sort of really, from their perspective, second, second place yeah. is is a letdown. Yeah,
1: I think so. Anyway, the last team I want to talk about <laughs> is Watford. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sheer level of slum that we put on their on their names. Uh, I mean, we, you say we, it, was, it was
2: you, and it was angry, but you you you, you have
1: a <laughs> okay, you, you guys are pitching in here and there, and that we were mainly talking about their manager Zisco and how much of a fraud he is. Even oh, we don't know that's
0: who him. everyone's been talking about. I keep <laughs> seeing that name pop up, and I thought he was a player.
1: No, nope, a manager. Who? Who? I don't know if you've heard it yet, Pat, but this man has managed. Has he actually managed properly managed a team yet? I don't think he has.
2: No, he did. He did. He did. You said he.
1: he...
2: Yeah, <laughs> What's that? no, he was he was interim for like two months somewhere. Yeah, he was interim. That's was, what I mean. Oh yeah, but I thought you said he was somewhere else for like six months prior to that. But
1: I think it was like it, no, he was. I don't know. Either way, this He's guy got has got like, sub
2: one year experience. I,
1: I cannot, unless he knows someone in the Watford hierarchy, I cannot understand how this man has been given this <laughs> But he won his first game against who I tipped to be utter shit this season, Aston Villa they're
0: a good bet to be shit because like no matter how much quality they get in losing a superstar like that yep. um and for for a team of their sort of caliber they they could be i mean there's this weird rivalry brewing between villa and arsenal fans and that is really depressing but <laughs> um like th- they were talking a lot of gas i swear they finished like 10th
2: yeah we finished above them we finished above them we in we our are worst ever season shit
0: so and i think they'll do worse than that this season so
2: well, we um, talked
1: about it before. Like, you think of Villa, Villa were getting a lot of applause, right? So, last season, so they had a really good first half. But ultimately, with Grealish, they finished 17th the season before that, and
2: then
1: 9th or 10th last season. Yeah. And Dean Smith, and now he's lost his best player. He's not a good manager. I really don't no, think no, he's no. a good manager in any way. And I think, it, I think he will be one of the first ones to go. If not Cisco, Dean Smith.
0: No, Arteta, Arteta. I think Arteta it will be Arteta or Zisco, um, <laughs> but the, the two the two guys with no experience. But
1: um, <laughs> two Spanish frauds.
0: Yeah, two two Spanish frauds. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think Villa. I don't know. Is is they'll have some teething problems with the amount of new players they have signed. Well, speaking of them re-signing young, completely passed me by. I, I didn't know they'd done like that. What? Yeah, yeah, actually, young. This is me learning of that. Yeah, he made his second debut against Watford. (laughs) Bloody hell. Which as well, did not he? Yeah, he did. It's cool because um, Young at Villa is one of the first, like, streets won't forget players I remember from, like, my early match of the day Mm. times. Him and Milner linking up.
1: Yeah, he loved that sort of finesse shot into the top right, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'll tell you what else, Pat? I'll test you on this one. Uh, A certain someone who signed from Palace to Everton as well last week. Do you know who that was on a free?
0: Was it Andros Townsend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, do, do what? Um, Ever have spent a combined 1 million this summer, and that was on uh, Townsend on a free at Damari Gray for 1 million.
1: <laughs> Horrible business. Horrible hang on, hang on, business. Let,
0: let me, let me, I need, to, mm. I need to do some research for one second. Hang on. Um, <laughs> okay, I how old can... do you think? How old do you think Damari Gray is? 27. Okay, no, no, okay. He slightly overshot it, but he's he's twenty five. <laughs> he's he's in like the prime of his career. I thought he was still about twenty one.
1: <laughs> Where was he before? He was in the Bundesliga, Leverkusen? wasn't he? Was he at Leverkusen? Oh, I think he
0: was in Leverkusen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, someone of that of that level.
1: They don't need. Oh, oh, I don't. I don't even talk about Everton. I don't want to talk. No, about no,
0: no, 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 no. They're, they're not. What I talking about. they not. Get
1: out. But anyway. Drawing things to a nice close. It's been a good week. It's been a good first week. Has since, it? <laughs> <as far>.
0: <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> oh, I didn't get the memo.
1: It's good to have It's good to have the bot. please back. Um, a lot of goals in this first week. It's been some really good games. The Newcastle West Ham game as well. Oh, I was, was really I was, good. I, I was glad I tuned into that one, yeah. Mm, really good. And obviously, I really enjoyed watching Spurs today. I'm sure you guys really enjoyed watching Arsenal. <laughs> and we'll be back this time this week, I imagine
0: for, for Arsenal, Arsenal Chelsea is the uh, prime fixture yeah <laughs> that'll be fun
1: <laughs> anyway until then though guys been a pleasure having you on Pat welcome back season 2 nice to have you thank you very much Ned thanks again Let's hop back. always a pleasure <laughs> and if you enjoyed the episode please feel free to follow the podcast follow us on Twitter Instagram all that good stuff and have a good day cheers